Watch out, ye listeners. Beware, there be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to the After Credibles, the weekly movie discussion podcast where the least credible people you know discuss everything in the world of cinema. My name is Charlie Rogers and today is our massive, colossal, dinosauric review of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And with me today to do that, we have our very own Nick Allen and newcomer to the show, Chris Bevan. Welcome to the show, both of you. Hey, Charlie. Hey, mate. It's great to be here. So Nick, Chris and I are going to go over our first impressions and thoughts on this ambitious film and how it squares up to the historic legacy of Jurassic Park, as well as The Lost World, Jurassic World, and if we are forced to mention it, Jurassic Park 3. Now, usually I begin by jumping in with my overall thoughts uh, and get into the nitty-gritty from there, but this time I think I'd like to begin with the two of you and the reason I was so excited to get you on here. Nick, you've made no bones about your association with the Jurassic Park franchise in the past. In fact, you've even said a few things about it on this podcast before. If you were to describe your affinity to Jurassic Park in a sentence, could you do it? Uh, no, I think, I think I'd need an essay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's safe to say that it's uh, hands down the greatest film franchise of all time uh, and uh, has a very special place in my heart. And I, I think Chris uh, feels very similarly about it. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. Um, you can't really go past it as far as... I mean, it is, it is just cinematic mastery, I guess. And thank you both for explaining to everyone just why I wanted both of you on the show. As far as the After Credibles are concerned, you guys are the best in the business when it comes to Jurassic Park. So what say we jump into the discussion then? Sounds good. Let's get right to it. This is the After Credibles review of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Do these animals deserve the same protections given to other species? Or should they just be left to die? These creatures were here before us. And if we're not careful, they're going to be here after. You know me. When it's revealed that Isla Nublar, the original island that housed Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, is on an active volcano that's about to erupt, Claire Deering and Owen Grady return to the island on behalf of Sir Ben Lockwood, John Hammond's former business partner. With two members of Claire's team, Franklin and Zia, and a team of mercenaries, their mission is to rescue 12 key species of dinosaurs, including Owen's raptor Blue, who is now roaming the island freely. They find Blue, but things go balls up. Mercenaries betray Claire's team and steal the important dinosaurs as the island erupts around them. Escaping the island by outrunning the volcanic explosion and sneaking back onto the mercenaries' ship, they find themselves brought back with the dinosaurs to Lockwood Manor, where they find Sir Lockwood's organisation actually means to auction off these dinosaurs to international bidders. Found and captured... Owen, Claire, Zia and Franklin have to escape and stop the auction, save the dinosaurs from the mansion, and stop the enterprising man behind it all, Eli Mills, the de facto head of Lockwood's estate and business enterprises, all while being chased by a brand new prototype dinosaur called the Indoraptor, a genetic cross between Jurassic World's Indominus Rex and the DNA of a Velociraptor. 
I'm really interested in hearing what you guys both thought. Usually I jump in and I say what I thought and we go from there. But I think today I'd like firstly to hear from you, Nick. What were you thinking, expecting or hoping for coming into this movie? And in a general way, how did you feel afterwards? Were those hopes answered? Um, I think first and foremost, I think I I wanted something that was going to capture the way I felt um, seeing Jurassic World, um, and at the same time, I think I think I, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to mirror my experience of seeing The Lost World, which was the first Jurassic movie I saw at the at the cinema, and I think there was a there was a real hope on my part that they would pay a lot of homage to um, to The Lost World in particular, um, but I mean it, it was big shoes to fill. Jurassic World was such an awesome cinema experience. I think. Um, uh, you know, waiting 14 years um, and then not being let down by that, uh, that's going to be hard to recapture, but that's certainly what I was hoping for. Uh, Chris, yeah. how about you? Did you feel the same as Nick coming into this? Look, I mean, yeah, I, I think with, um, like Nick said, Jurassic World for me was was definitely, you know, the best cinematic experience of, of my life. I think going into it, I... I don't know. I, I wanted I wanted the same. I wanted that magic, and I, I did expect it to do to Jurassic uh, to the Lost World what Jurassic World did to Jurassic Park. So just pay a lot of homage. I think it I think it did in some respects, um, and it certainly had a lot of reference references both to you know Jurassic Park and the Lost World. But I'm still I'm still digesting it. Obviously, I mean I think it's um, I think I think there's so many things that I really loved about it, and there's a few key things that I really didn't. Um. I don't know what I was expecting coming into this, actually, um, myself. Um, I, I really don't really have a, a, a gauge, but I did really like Jurassic World, so I would have loved something that I, I really enjoyed as a, as a cinematic experience, um, as I did with Jurassic World, much like you did, Chris. Um, I mean, and, and as you've said, there are, a lot of, there are a lot of references, but it also tries a lot of new things. Did you think some of these new things worked? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, like, one thing I wasn't expecting was how much new ground they would try and cover in this movie. I really was expecting a, um, just an action-packed sort of by-the-numbers sequel to Jurassic World, which, by the way, I would have been a thousand percent happy with. I mean, if they'd made something that was you know, like a, basically a clone of Jurassic World or a clone of The Lost World, I, I would have been totally fine with that. A lot of people would have hated it. But um, I, I was really surprised at how much new ground they attempted to cover and just some of the new ideas and um, and plot lines that they've sort of established so far left field. I just was n- never expecting it. Um, I, did, I did get an inkling from the trailers that this would be like the most different Jurassic movie so far. And... Um, I think it's it, it has been, um, but I didn't expect it to to end up going as far. As do, straying, do you, as do far you mean in one. terms of the human cloning elements, or I, that's one element? Yeah, uh, and also just you know, dinosaurs spreading across the earth. I I, I, I honestly I, I know there were hints mm. to what, like, that it was going to go that way at the end of Jurassic World. Yeah, but I really I just didn't think we'd get there so quickly. Yeah, it really did go through 
so much in a two-hour period. And, and in many ways, I thought they, they could have easily made that a two-and-a-half-hour movie, probably longer. They, um, the especially, it, 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 is, it is essentially a two-part movie, right? Half of it. Oh, yeah. Or at least, at least, at least a third of it's on the island. And, and that felt rushed to me, the lead-up to that, because they had so much to prepare to, to get the stakes going before the volcano even erupted and it felt a bit rushed. So I reckon they could have had a two and a half hour movie and, act, and, and really let, rushed through it less. They did pack a lot in to two hours. It felt, it felt a bit rushed, but I, I also felt like, I mean, I had seen everything that was going to happen on the island before we watched the movie. So mm. I feel like that contributed to, to the rush feel of it because like scene by scene, like I knew everything that was going to happen. Yeah. Like it wasn't... There was no surprises with anything in the movie up until, I mean, God, I mean, there was no surprises. But, like, yeah. you know, but especially on the island, I mean, if, you know, and it's not, I stayed away from a lot of content. Like, I didn't, I purposely, like, tried to, like, not read too much. I really just stuck to the mainstream release trailers, and I still knew everything Every scene I had seen, like at least kind of like the outline of that on the on the island, and even the order of the scenes, you yeah. could I mean, from the trailers you could tell pretty much the sequence of events. Mm. Um, Absolutely, uh, yeah. and it's interesting like that you avoided the trailers, uh, that you watched the trailers, but you avoided the other stuff. I think if you'd done it the opposite, I think if you'd done it the other way around, you actually would have spoiled less for yourself. Yeah, no, I like agree. the trailers, um, you know, and it's just the it's just the age we live in now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just the way trailers are now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've said it every time, but I think for the next one I'm going to be way more wary of Yeah, of I mean, it's, it is going to be hard because I definitely want to do that. And I, there's no reason for me to watch a Jurassic World trailer because I know I'm going to go and see the movie three or four times. But, yeah. like, I know that having waited two years from now or a year and a half from now when the first trailer drops, it's going to be very difficult to... Oh, absolutely, and and you you shouldn't have to be afraid to watch a single release trailer to find out what's going to happen no, <laughs> for the yeah. first half of the movie. I mean, and and even though the trailers basically only showed stuff from the first half of the movie, it still felt spoilery. Yeah, um, and, and, and I they, agree. They spoiled a lot of key sort of scenes in a lot of yeah. a lot of jump scares and things like that. They changed some of them slightly for the movie, but mm. the tension was gone in a lot of scenes because we already knew where, where it was heading. Yeah, I agree. And, and in fact, one of the things that really um, threw me off was like one of one of the last shots of the entire film, and and even I'm pretty sure one of the last um, speeches, monologues in the entire film was at the end of the film, and it was in the trailer, like Ian Malcolm talking about how we're living in Jurassic World. That was really surprising to me because I was sitting there through the whole movie thinking, well. I know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> Does something happen after the after the Jurassic World speech? It, it was it was really strange to me. Yeah. Can we can we talk about Ian Malcolm for a bit? Oh, of course. Well, let's get onto it. Ian Malcolm is back in the franchise. What do you think? Like, look, I mean, I I came away from the movie with possibly three major things that I disliked that I, that really took away from the movie, and as someone who is a massive fan of Ian Malcolm and the character. I, I have to say, I think his inclusion was one of the things I disliked the most. Um, I think that, I think that, like, it could have been done so well. I think that at the start, I can see it fitting, but I thought the scripting of him was really poor. Like, I, I, 
he, he, his first line is, I think that we should let the, the, the volcano, you know, take him out. Like, that's just not, I just don't say he, that. He doesn't say take him out. Yeah, he doesn't say that. Like, you could have cut that line and yeah. gone straight yeah. into him saying, uh, uh, this is a correction. Like, that's perfect, yeah. you know. But, like, that, that was, I don't know. And then, and then coming back to him at the end, like, I, I, I'm confused by that. Are we, is that from the same court? case or is that a, yeah. a, a later one that's what i was thinking he's, too he's, because it has looks, he been sitting there for a yeah, week <laughs> it looks the same yeah but he's kind of reflecting on what's just happened however yeah. if he is if it is a later senate hearing so let's say that like then we must assume that it's months later because the news that dinosaurs are now out in the black market and in the countryside or whatever has, has gotten out and is, and is a big deal and they've arranged a new Senate hearing to d- decide what to do about it. Is that what we're meant... I, I don't think that's what we're meant to right. think. I think what we're meant to believe is that um, it's simply a framing device. Okay. It's the same hearing um, and he is speculating about... Um, the technology in general, the you know bioengineering technology getting out in general. I think he's talking about the proliferation of a technology. He talks about nuclear proliferation. Yeah. He's talking about that in terms of genetic um, yeah. uh, engineering. Um, oh. It just so happens that it syncs up with literally these dinosaurs getting out, not just the concept of um, the technology yeah. proliferating. Yeah. Um, That's having thought, having said that. I, I didn't like it either. I, I think the ending on that montage was really jarring. Mm. Uh, I think I think the movie could have ended um, the, with the scene before, um, and, it, and it would have been totally fine for it. It just it just felt a bit tonally off. Yeah. You know, the the, the hearing at the start um, was establishing context. Um, the the hearing scene at the end um, just felt it felt like a studio decision. Yeah. I w- would be very interested to know if Jay Biona yeah. um, wanted that in there in the yeah. first place, or Colin mm. Trevorrow. Fuck, I can I can picture Colin Trevorrow putting something like that in because mm. um, I think he does make some questionable decisions, like directing wise. But yeah. it just it felt very different to the rest of the movie when we suddenly were back in that yeah and even just like the montage of different dino shots like they just added nothing for me like i just thought it was it was just dino porn yeah like (laughs) i don't know and 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 then it left me disappointed because we had seen we had seen them all i had seen every single one of those in trailers Hmm. and i thought i wonder how the fuck a t-rex can we swear on this i wonder how a t-rex is going to Come face to face with a lion. I was like, "Are we going to have San Diego, you know, yeah. version two? Like, what's what? You know?" And it, it it was just it was just cheap. Like it was just a cheap ending. Mm. I think I think that 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 probably takes us nicely into your possibly your second mm. biggest gripe with the film, which okay. was a particular a particular scene at the end in the car. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. I so yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll explain my uh, another one of my gripes, um, which probably doesn't even make the top three. <laughs> um, and and I'll preface that by saying I loved the movie, like I yeah. lo- loved it. Well, out, um, out of like in terms of your top five movies of all time, what's yeah. the order? Well, I'm gonna put it above the fifth best, which is Jurassic Park three. Yeah, okay. and it probably probably doesn't get any higher than that. <laughs> I, I don't know. It does, it would, I probably wouldn't get any. Can, you, can you list them? One, uh, five to one. Well, Jurassic Park. Five to one. So start with the worst. Oh, sorry, Jurassic Park three. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park. Yeah. 
You're gonna hate me. No, no, no. I want to hear it. I want to hear you the say Lost it. World. You're you're fucked. <laughs> you're Jurassic fucked. World and then Jurassic Park. What are your Chris? What do you reckon? Oh, no, I know we this is off topic. Yeah, okay, like, let's explore this tangent for a moment. Okay. Okay. Like Chris rates Jurassic World above the Lost World. I do too. Oh, you're both fucked. I've watched Lost World twice in the last year because just because they were on TV, and I mean the nostalgia's there, but I think it's a really um a fractured movie. Just action, you know. I, I don't know, and, and it's not very fun. Like Ian Malcolm's not having you fun. Should he's just see a downer. He's bickering with his like his girlfriend and uh, kid all the time, and yeah. the kids. The I actually reckon she's the worst kid in the whole series, and that says a lot because I hated <laughs> the kid. And, because oh, there are some garbage kids. <laughs> <laughs> And I would agree with that, Charlie. Oh, I actually, just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I love, I love Lost World. I know it inside out from when I was a kid. I love the tiger raptors, like the tiger spot, like um, black striped raptors. I had one as a kid as a toy. It was awesome. I just, the movie itself is not, it doesn't have as much wonder because none of them seem to acknowledge the wonder because they're too busy having domestics on the island. I brought you here to defend against these <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. I'm sorry. There's no one on no, my no, no, no. side. Let, 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 let's move back. I want to quickly. I want to quickly say that I was a bit bummed by Ian Malcolm coming back too. I want to come back to that because I didn't feel like Jeff Goldblum was really being that eccentric Ian Malcolm character that he was before. He just, I guess, he's mellowed in his old age, but he was a bit of a. I don't know. Given uh, given how wacky he was in the second Independence Day, yeah. I really thought yeah. we'd get. Well, I mean, that was the other thing. I think. I think, you know, when I heard that he was cast in the movie. Um, I thought it was probably just going to be a bit of a cameo type scene, but man, I, I, I held on. There was a small sliver of hope that like he was actually going to be like a pivotal character, and that he would at least like share a scene with some of the new characters. I'd love to see like how he gets along with Owen and Claire. Like I think, I mean, I think he'd hate Owen. I, he's everything. He just like the idea that you could control raptors. Malcolm would just. I mean, I don't know what he'd say. Well, I know what he'd say to Claire. He'd say, you know, we've gone from capitalist to naturalist in a few short years. Well, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he'd like either of them. No. Um, And and I I reckon that would have been a really interesting dynamic to explore. Maybe they'll do it in the next one. Um, I agree. That would have been really interesting, wouldn't it? Before, and the last tangent, I mean, that sort of touches on something that I think is another big flaw. I mean, this is missed opportunities for you know, real, to integrate characters into this, into this new generation of Jurassic films from the old ones. I mean, you've got, like, woo, sure, but, like, I don't know. Why, why would you have, why would you create a new person, a new family, the Lockwood family, when, you know, you could have had that as the Hammond estate. You could have had his, um, the, his, his, the curator of his wealth as, you know, like an older Tim or, like, you could have done, you could, like, you could have had it as, I don't know, the daughter of one of the other female characters or something like um, of Sarah Harding. Like, why? Why wasn't it? Why? 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 Why couldn't it have been Hammond's estate? And it could have been Sarah Harding's daughter or something like that. Or like, I don't know. You could have. That's done. a really interesting thought. Yeah, I just think all the recipe is there, right? All yeah. the character roles are filled by different, yeah. in- by different actors and characters. Yeah. Like, or make it, or make it a rival company. Yeah. Make make Lockwood Manor Biosyn headquarters. Mm. You know, even something as drastic as that, it it does seem odd to me that, you know, when they've got all this material they could have used, they chose not to. Just creating a new, a completely new character. Who is basically a stand-in for John Hammond. Yeah, who's, who you're now saying, like, is, is, whose backstory is a key part of the Jurassic mythology, 
like I can't you just can't expect people like like Nick and myself to to just swallow that and just be like oh okay cool so hmm. when Jurassic Park was happening this guy was a figure in the background who didn't feature and his, in the movie. And, his, and his daughter visited the park apparently yeah like no like this, well, no I don't don't do that I don't, you, I know, that, you know you know what I thought guys I actually when so you know the little girl and it's revealed uh, spoiler alert that she it's revealed that she's actually a clone and for me, everything clicked. I was like, oh my God, she's the clone of the kid from the first Jurassic Park. And I went through the whole movie thinking that because it all made sense. Like they'd hinted that the mother had been at the park. They, um, she kind of looked like what that kid would look like as, a, as like a, I don't know, like a 10-year-old kid. And do you mean... What uh, kid are you talking about? Do you mean... Um, Lex? Uh, Lex? Yeah, I just thought that... I thought that was what they were hinting at. I thought that that... Tie-in like that would have been great. Like I was expecting the photo to be of like Sarah Harding or something. I thought the, the lost world, mm. whatever they could explain it. Like that actually like Lockwood and the Hardings were close. And we know from, I don't know if it's Canon, but the game, like Sarah Harding did go to the original park in the, in the, um, Oh really? Oh, well, I, well actually that's okay. her sister in that game. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, but, the, but okay. then, but then so it could Dr. have been her. The person but, who know. treats the sick triceratops was Dr. Harding. So the dad of Sarah Harding from the lost world. So we, we, it's feasible yeah. that Sarah it Harding could have gone to the park. Yeah. Could uh, it, clever. You okay. know, there, there now, could have been what? a close relationship. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I just think it's I just think it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, I, I, think, I think there was a lot of fan service, but sometimes the fan service seemed misplaced. Yeah, like they could have done a much better. Yeah. Well, how about we talk about the good parts of the fan service because that's actually something that I had a lot of praise for the film. Um, in one of our, I last should reviews, I should get I back watched... to the, the the point in the movie that we we did sort of tangent off, but one of the points that I had, oh, I had an yep, issue yep, with was the uh, the scene just before the or like during the monologue where. Uh, Claire and um, Owen and the uh, what's the name? Uh, Maze. May is it? May Maisie. Maisie. Was Maisie? it Maisie? The the clone. Uh, the clone. Uh, yeah. The clone. <laughs> the, clone. Um, the you know dino. Uh, the, the, the raptor wrangler and the and the, the capitalist and naturalist are sitting in a car and they're driving away and from their outfits we know it's sometime in the future. I mean, Claire's hair is totally different. Yeah, and they're all wearing completely different stuff. Then none of them look dishevelled, as if they've just gone through the Lockwood um, Manor kind of you know finale. So, like, are we assuming then that Claire and Owen what just adopted this clone girl? Like, I think it. Yeah, I think it's assumed that they they did. Like, well, I mean, and that that brings up an interesting point. Like, is she like on? Is she like on the grid or is she yeah. off the grid? Like, does the government know about her? <laughs> yeah. Or is yeah, she like, just. Does, yeah. Because, like, <laughs> if, if they do, like, she has a legal guardian out there somewhere probably looking for her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Look, oh, we can assume yeah. that they, they're just, you know, but they're, they're visiting know. her or something. But it looks yeah. like they're really driving with purpose. Yeah, like they're, they're going. So, and, like, it. I mean, yeah. And there happens to be, like, three of the what? 10 pterodons in the world that appear out their window like I can't imagine there's that many fucking pterodons that are yeah. sc- like unless again unless that's that's implying that you know these these dinosaurs that they've spotted yeah. out their window are yeah. from a different company or they're yeah okay or that it's, well, it's hold, the hold, dinosaur hold on they did, didn't hundreds of them escape in Jurassic World we're, we're getting into like the we're getting into the weeds of of, of Phantom here, but didn't, like, didn't a bunch of them escape then? I mean, maybe, but I mean, they were off the mainland. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't. Who, know. who knows? I, I don't. In Jurassic yeah. Park three, he witnesses them migrating, doesn't he? Yeah, well, that, the that's, the kind of, that's the other thing. I mean, it's almost like we're just back 
to the end of Jurassic Park 3 in a lot of ways, where yeah. like, the dinosaur, dinosaurs are getting off the island. We already knew they were getting off the island, mm. so... I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and, right. and yeah, so Owen and, Owen and Claire are just back together as well. Is that a go? Like, they just fixed their relationship? Yeah, I don't know. Also, don't just know. for the record, Claire should be in jail. We can move on from that. Claire should just, be in jail. No, I mean, she was the, what, the, the operations manager of a park that caused the deaths of... Well, dozens of people. Dozens of people. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I, and... and and like made key decisions on the day that resulted in those deaths. It's directly her fault. Yeah. A lot of it is yeah. directly her um, fault. Anyway, actually, we don't yeah. have to I, go I, I like that the bad guy actually referenced that and really gave it to her while she was captured in uh, in um, Lockwood Mansion. I thought that was refreshing because I remember you saying that, Nick, and I. I uh, this is a year or two ago, and I remember thinking oh, I'd never even thought about it like that. But um, yeah, it, it was it was nice to see him kind of reference in in some ways like th- some depth to what had actually happened yeah. at the park yeah. because oh I really like that yeah I was happy yeah. that he pointed out the hypocrisy someone needed to call <laughs> her out because she's so bloody righteous like <laughs> up, up there on her high horse with her head in the clouds and it's like yeah come on like you have you forgotten about all those people yeah yeah you, you literally <laughs> ran like a zoo that just like so, I don't know exploited yeah. These animals. So let, let's talk about let's talk about the fan service that we did like. I really liked, and I think they did this right because I watched Solo, and I think they did fan service wrong. They made it too overt. It was always in the dialogue, and whenever they mentioned it, there was always this awkward pause where they kind of sit there and wait for us to get it. And that I don't think that's very good fan service. What I liked about Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is that so much of it was cinematic. I think, and. It worked with the plot because it was part of the action scenes, but I loved some of the, the, the shots they chose and I loved some of the encounters that happened. For example, the, the clone girl um, was trying to shut the, shut the, um, like the oven door equivalent from Jurassic Park when the dinosaur was running at her. I love those little Look, things. And that, I remember that, going, oh, wow, that one that's is, really cool. is um, one of my favourites for two reasons. One, because of what it's referencing, but two, I think it's inadvertently referencing um, the terrible scene in Jurassic World uh, Jurassic Park 3 where the uh, Spinosaurus is you know bursting through metal fences and whatever and then is floored by a simple wooden door that they yes. close on it like I, I mean I, don't, I, I failed like, to understand he's like a three ton dinosaur yeah, running at the, full speed and, he, and, and she's closed what like the strongest wooden laundry chute door in the, the, but still great not really criticizing yeah. just I just think it's funny <laughs> you know yeah. like love that they did that a great reference definitely on purpose um, yeah but no I, I think I think they did references really well and I think there was you know there was some really subtle things um, like even just as simple as when they jump the, the the truck to the boat and the tires spinning and I feel like that was kind of like similar to the tires spinning in the lost world when they were kind of like going off the cliff or like the cracks oh. in the glass when the when they were on the roof I don't know just things little things that I don't even know if they were intentional but I was all over it just being like ah oh, this is this is great well c- going back to that going back to that scene can you can you guys share with me did you also start to tear up a bit at that scene with the, with the last dinosaur on the island? I I, th- I, l- I really liked it. I don't know. I thought it was really nice. For me, I, I thought it was probably one of the... I, th- I thought it was probably the best part of the movie. I thought it was the, yeah. the highlight of the movie for me, um, which is funny because my least favourite scene in Jurassic World is when Owen and Claire find the Apatosauruses, as they are, and they're, and they're, they're like, oh, he's killing for sport. And that oh. scene didn't really do anything for me. But this one, the way it was done and the, the, the shot of the, uh, of the Brachiosaur at the pier, uh, oh, 
Yeah, I thought it was the lone right. dinosaur. Just yeah. at the eastern oh, dock. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that was like super. Probably the saddest scene in the whole franchise. Yeah, I reckon. Really. Yeah. Like, pro- probably by a mile. Yeah. Really, really good. And it's it, yeah, cleverly poignant considering it's a dinosaur. You'd think one of the saddest scenes would be the one of the many deaths that occurred <laughs> in the franchise's history. So, uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite sort of pra- parallels, and I'm interested to get your opinion on it, Nick, um, was the scene where they're on the run from the Indoraptor and they've turned all the lights off and lights off. Mm. And oh yes, they do. And and then at the same time. Um, the 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 tech guy and the and the paleo um, vet or whatever is uh, standing over the computer and rebooting the system. Mm. Um, and as they reboot it, like all the lights come on, and that is obviously a problem for them hiding mm. from the Indoraptor, uh, which is of course like a, a huge parallel to the climbing of the electric fence, the rebooting of the park systems, which then turns all the fences oh. back on uh, from the first Jurassic Park. I like I really liked that scene and it, and it culminates in probably my second favorite shot of the movie which is the reflection of um, Maisie's face in the glass uh with the the Indoraptor's teeth like that slowly appear just yep, in yeah. the reflection like that yep. which is such a symbolic shot yeah considering she's a clone as well yeah and like it's, it's very very cool very scary looks cool yeah it, the symbolism is cool uh, yeah. and it's scary as well. and and the scene and then it culminates from a scene which is like a direct reference to to Jurassic Park which mm. even the tracking shot of um, the <laughs> screens coming on was the yeah. same as the one that comes up to Ellie when she's like I, yeah. I think we're back in this yeah time. like uh, yeah. That, that, that's, that's probably yeah like one of my favourite parts in the movie I think they really they really did it well mm. awesome so let's get on to the Indoraptor what did you think of it so I I think I, I think this this might be one of the things I, I dislike the most about it um um, I think I think this series is in danger of pigeonholing itself into having to have um, a bigger, badder, scarier animal in every new instalment. Um, yeah. It started with the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park three, um, which everyone hated, um, and then well, everyone but one person, and that person is me. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh Jesus! I love my Spinosaurus. I wish he'd come back. Oh. Um, okay, let, okay, uh, but, but go on. Okay. Um, actually, I think I maybe know one other person. You should have, have a conversation with Ryan Farrell about that. Um, good, good. Uh, and then Jurassic World, they had the Indominus, and I and I was like, okay, well, we're doing this again, but you know that's all right. Um, uh, you know, at least at least this time the T Rex won, and you know, obviously that was for the fans. Um, and then with this one, it's like we've got. Well, now we've got a. It's 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 the Indominus Rex mixed with more raptor blood because the Indominus already had raptor DNA in it. Mm. Um, so I, I think we're just. I, it just leave, it leaves me wondering what they're going to do for the next one. Are we just going to have like another type of? I I, I, f- I felt like it wasn't all that scary, um, uh, or I didn't think it was all that impactful. The the reveal of it. I, yeah, I, oh, I, I I agree. I agree. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of disagree. I, I think so. I mean, I, I see it just more as less of a oh, this is the new big bad dinosaur, and more of it's a continuization of the hybrid dinosaur kind of like theme that was presented in, in Jurassic World. I mean, like it's not like 
and I and I and I've also heard the criticism of oh yeah, like you know the Indominus Rex was already a hybrid between a, a T Rex and a Velociraptor, so you know how is this now a hybrid of of that and and more Velociraptor? It kind of doesn't make any sense. But I think that they did already show a hologram or, or a screen or, or a mock-up of the Indoraptor in Jurassic World, and that yeah. is the dinosaur yeah. that that um, Henry Wu had already designed. Like that was that was his 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 hybrid creation, and they cr- created a version of it for entertainment purposes for the park in the Indominus Rex. So like I don't see it as kind of so much as a new like oh this is the big bad dinosaur. I think this is the the idea that they were were getting to, like getting at in Jurassic World is that mass producing these mass producing to these sell. hybrid dinosaurs yeah. as as weapons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I thought he was a, I, thought I thought he was such a downer though. He wasn't even as good as look, there are, there are, there, those dinosaur. are some there, though, like he is meant to be good. I mean yeah. with you know by all accounts he should have amazing smell so good that he can smell them hiding so they should never have been able to hide from him. Uh, he yeah. should have also been able to camouflage. So the light, like I mean, yeah. If he's if he is the same as the the in, Indominus Rex, why why didn't he camouflage at all? Like, oh yeah, they decided that that was too overpowered. That's too so overpowered. Like yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, he, if if it truly was a Velociraptor sized version of the Indominus Rex, it would have been too overpowering. Like it would have been too OP. Like it yeah. wouldn't have been able to. Like they w- they shouldn't have been able to get away from it in the first place. And the movie should have ended it, ended with it just ripping them all apart. Yeah. Because that's yeah, what yeah. would have happened. <laughs> or even escaping. Like, it had a chance to escape, but it chose to go back into go into the girl's room while she was hiding and, and like, kind of not even eat her, just kind of fuck about until until Owen shows up. It's like it was it was it was like he's contractually mandated like trailer friendly shot that he had to do. He couldn't just he couldn't have just eaten her up because she'd escaped him a lot a lot. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen what would have happened if Claire instead of pointing the laser at Owen and just hoping <laughs> that, and just hoping that he would jump out of the way in time. Yeah. I would have liked to see what would happen if she'd pointed the laser at the Indoraptor. Yeah. <laughs> like would it have just torn itself apart? Yeah, like, I, I that would have been how amazing. Can, like, how strong is that, you know? desire to kill whatever that laser is pointed at like will he kill himself or if she wow. had pointed at, at like the trees incredible. would it have run to the trees and attacked the trees like what yeah where does that I mean it tried to attack that guy through the cage even though it so, clearly couldn't get through the cage but it launched its head at the cage yes. as if yeah, it just had yeah. no awareness of its surroundings yeah. at all or why didn't she just point the laser at the, the statue that he ended up getting impaled on <laughs> like I don't know like she yeah. would have launched itself through the glass to get that like mm. I don't know that's a really good point mm. um, yeah but yeah, it I, looked cool. I'll give it that. It was a cool looking. I thought monster. it was. I thought it was cool looking. I thought. I thought it was. I thought it was scary. Unfortunately, a lot of its jump scares had already been ruined. But I did like. I did think that the the movie built tension well. I thought that it it kind of seemed a little bit like a horror movie for that sequence. Do you think we saw too much of it? Um, I mean, it, 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 it's uh, op- its first scene isn't getting know. presented to everyone, which so I think be- is a mistake. Well, its first scene was at the, at the bars with with Maisie mm. um, when it tried to reach out and oh, grab yeah. her. Um, yeah, and we yeah. didn't see much of it then. Yeah. I wish we'd had a bit more of that before the big reveal because I think they could have had a real alien vibe going in the in the manner yeah. if there was this unseen menace, yeah. you know, stalking people and. 
Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah. That, and, and, and because you're right, there was no, there was no tension build up to, where, to, to the reveal. It kind of just happened. Yeah. And part, so. of, part of the problem is obviously the trailers and that, that's a totally, that's a, just a different yeah. thing altogether. But e- the, even without the trailers, I, I think the reveal is too early. Although, I mean, it does happen pretty late. Yeah. In the movie. I mean, something yeah. else that this kind of links in with as well, speaking about the big bad dinosaur of the franchise, or like each movie having a big bad dinosaur, I mean, the, these kind of movies have really, I guess, for want of a better word, like castrated the velociraptors. I mean, they're, they're not... In, in the, re- the original movie, I think the velociraptors are the main antagonist dinosaur. Like well, they're the- No, Chris, I completely agree with you, especially in this movie, because they basically retcon Blue as some kind of ultra empathetic dinosaur with near human like levels of emotion when the uh, the the overriding premise behind the raptors especially especially in jurassic world was was the opposite of that it was they can turn at you like that and it made it made the companionship at the end of jurassic world for me it made the companionship so much more well earned yeah because you look at look at when um owen gets into the cage with them like when he gets in and saves that the 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 kid he's 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 not he's packing it yeah. You know, like they could tear. He knows they could tear him apart. Like it's not. A, he's uh, not even sure that it's going to work. Yeah, he's, he's just, like he rolls out of the way as they try to eat him. Yeah, he risks his life. Absolutely risks his life to save the guy, which is obviously great characterization for him, but also for the Raptors. And it was so weird that they had these like sh- the found footage shots in this movie of Blue actually being more like a dog <laughs> as a child. It's it's so funny how Blue uh, all it took for Blue to be like basically completely tame for Owen was yeah. like all of its teammates getting wiped out by humans yeah. and Blue being fucking shot um, and almost dying. Like why does yeah. it now have more trust for Owen than it did before? It doesn't yeah. really make any sense. Um, but I think you're right about I, I think the dinosaurs in general have been so personified in the last two movies that they're now, more than ever, characters in their own right. And it's an interesting thing with this series that a lot of people I talk to, um, particularly like younger fans or newer fans of the franchise, they love Blue. Like, Blue is Mm. like this cute... Like yeah. it's the dinosaur they're all rooting for, which is re- really jarring for someone yeah. who grew up with. Even like even like the Rexy, like people referring to yeah. the T Rex from as when did, as when did these animals? When, when did I know I know Rexy? I know the T like, Rex saved them in, in Jurassic Park, but it, you know it's, it's not like it's not like it intentionally saved them. No, yeah, <laughs> it's um, food. It's a it's they've really gone from you know the the the, the big bads of the of the of the films, and, and Chris, you're quite adamant that it's the velociraptors all along um but you know whether it's the t-rex or the velociraptors those aren't scary anymore they're they're like the the they're like side characters that that are helping yeah like the sidekick like it's weird and it's it's an odd thing but but it's it seems to be the popular thing for the franchise it seems to be what people want and people really respond to blue and i i just don't count myself among those yeah yeah um i mean like what is uh how old do you reckon the dinosaurs are in that found footage that we get? Those those raptors. I mean, don't, doesn't Muldoon say that they're, they're lethal well, they're, at eight weeks? And I do mean lethal. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's not like I don't know. Now they're 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 cute and adorable at eight weeks. Mm. Like, and you know, I don't know. I just that's actually what I was thinking too. The first thing I could think of is when you go see a crocodile at the local zoo or something, and the first thing they say when they they show you a baby is like it could it could tear your arm off, and it's like a year old or or, or probably younger, I think. <laughs> These these guys are just like weird puppy dogs, but and and, and this is the thing with sort of getting back to what we were talking about before. This is the thing with creating 
these new dinosaurs to be the, the, the bad guys is that you, it's, it's almost like they've created a vacuum by making the, 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 the bad guys of the... I, I, I'm acutely aware that the bad guys are, are, have always been human characters. Yeah. But I'm talking about the, this wild, chaotic force that you, you have no control yeah. over. Um, they've taken those, made them our friends, made them tame, and they've created a vacuum where there's now... Where's, yeah. where's this chaos coming from? Oh, it's coming from... We've, we've created yeah. this, this next new, new dinosaur. Because, yeah, you could never go back to the fact... to uh, a concept where the Velociraptor is this terrifying beast that, like, is untamable or mm. is just, like, a pure representation of chaos. Like, you can't go back to that because we've seen that it's not. Even though... That is what the Velociraptor was meant to be. Like, it's not yeah. meant to be... Which is what I was saying about the, yeah. these movies seem to be pigeonholing themselves. And, yeah. and I, I'm curious about where, where the franchise is going and what we're going to see in the third Jurassic World movie, which is already confirmed it has a release date. Um, I, I, I'm curious to see where it goes, but at the same time, I'm a little bit... Um, I'm a bit sad for the for the franchise because I think we've strayed so far from from what made it great at the start. And again, I, I love Jurassic World and I, I quite liked Fallen Kingdom. I, I will say, but um, we have strayed so far from from Jurassic Park that we'll never be able to go back. Yeah. And obviously, this movie was making that point in much the same way the Last Jedi did. It was bludgeoning you over the head with it by just literally exploding the island where the first movie was set. Yeah. They are literally... And, and, you know, melting the car, the old car from the first movie. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're literally saying, wipe all of that away because you're not, you're not seeing that again. Like, yeah. this is a now... We're, we're exploring a different thing here. I actually... Yeah, I'm actually really... I'm actually really pleased that you mentioned The Last Jedi because I, I thought this was, like, a very Last Jedi kind of franchise changer as well. Um, and, and some of them were in, some of them for me were in franchise decisions or, or sorry, like cinematic decisions that to me didn't really make sense. And if there was a more rabid fan base, I think that this movie has a lot of the ingredients that could cause as much of a backlash as the last Jedi had. Um, one example for me was like, a, like the dinosaur, like smiling dinosaurs and crying dinosaurs. Like, I, like you saw the blue, like shed a tear as he was dying. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. Like, and the Indoraptor like, smiling. I don't understand. And... Like how? It, it's just, that's. It, I, I. I don't know. It was really strange to me. And the fact that the dinosaur that was tricking the, um, the head mercenary, the tooth, um, yeah. the tooth fairy, <laughs> um, and he was smiling <laughs> while he was doing it, was great. so weird to me. It's just strange. I, I didn't mind the trap setting. Like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, uh, they... it's been established that the raptors do that. And it was, oh no, it was... the trap setting was fun. But the fact yeah. that he smiled. Yeah, while the smile he did it was to a little. Was it was weird. like yeah. it was like a cartoon. No, it was. Um, I... And it's interesting. Uh, like the, I feel like Fallen Kingdom. So I, I've I've read most of the comic books, um, the Jurassic Park comic books, and they're wild. Like they are so. Like they, they talk about straying far from the original movie. They, they just go bonkers, and and this, you know they're doing things like dropping Alan, Ellie, and and um, and uh, Ian into the like into the jungles of Central America to hunt down you know stray raptors, and you know they um, they have um, they they you know they, you know spoiler alert for the comics, but they bring back. Um, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Ludlow. They bring back Ludlow, yeah. and he's like all like scarred and mutilated, but he's still alive, and he's still like the, the bad guy, like pulling the strings behind the scenes, and you know. And I feel like Fallen Kingdom um, went as far as the comics have gone mm. in the past. It felt like one of the comic books had been turned into a movie. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, and in fact, w- w- all this stuff we're saying, I, I, I you know, 
how you know how how the movie's strayed and, and all this sort of stuff. I think ultimately, although I might be uncomfortable with some of the stuff they're doing, I think it's ultimately good for the franchise because you you know I will admit you can't just keep making Jurassic Park. You can't just keep sending people to the island for you know inexplicable reasons. It yeah. just gets ridiculous after a while. Yeah, Why do you keep going back? Mistakes again. No, well, they'll make all new ones. Yeah. But I, I think it's probably a good a good thing that they've that they've changed the formula so much and changed the mood and the tone and everything. It's a you know we're living in a new world. <laughs> so guys, um, wish list. Were there any things you thought should have been put into yes. the movie or changed that could have made it better? Right. Site B. <laughs> yeah, they should have put King Sauna in it. Like, I just, I can't believe, even as a, just a reference, even if you replace a Sanctuary Island with Site B, that would have satisfied my, you know, hunger for them. Like, why would they just create a new island that, that Lockwood, the Lockwood Estate has? Yeah. So, 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 like, yeah, well, so a few months out from the from release, you said to me, "I guarantee you, they're going to take the dinosaurs yeah, to Sauna, like, and that's going to be a twist in the movie that they're going to they're going to get once they get on that boat and they've left the island and it's blown up behind them. Their destination is Sauna." Yeah. Like, how disappointed were you like, when that I, wasn't the case? I I was thinking that you know the dino experimentation would have been done in a you know um, uh, secretly run InGen military branch lab on site B and that's where they were going to take the dinosaurs for more experimentation or whatever I, I just thought but even just to include sauna I think even just in the that's where they're going to take the dinosaurs it's a sanctuary island we know it's an island that has housed dinosaurs before which means the plants have enough lysine or whatever to sustain them they're you know going to be able to live there there's probably still dinosaurs there. Like, why wouldn't well, there be? So, it's it, had you read some of the material, the marketing material, promotional material for Fallen Kingdom, there's actually a, a, a fake press release um, that sort of talks a little bit about what happened on Sauna, and it's it's way more disappointing than than you're, you're thinking. Like, it's they actually explicitly say that when they were building Jurassic World, they took all the dinosaurs from Sauna, all the surviving ones, mm. and and put them. It made them as assets on on, yeah, on okay, Nublar right. in the new park. Oh, they've basically so, oh. And, no, and not only that. Um, I, 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 this may be wrong, so you might have to edit this out. But I think there's a reference to them either firebombing sauna like they did with Nublar in the book, or there's I can't I can't actually remember what it is, but there's something that basically hints that sauna is like Just uninhabitable right. now. Um, so sauna has been completely wiped from the from the canon, which is bizarre, considering the end of the lost world, which is like they're flourishing yeah. and like this is their sanctuary, yeah. and you know this gorgeous shot of all the dinosaurs coexisting peacefully yeah. for some reason. But and then and then you have um, you know Jurassic Park three, <laughs> which obviously you know, but it's you know set what four years later, and, and the, the you know the island's doing fine yeah. by all accounts. Like why why is it that? They've essentially killed Sauna off screen. Yeah. They've Akbar'd Sauna. Yeah, <laughs> and like look at like and, and especially considering how freaking difficult it was for an arms team of mercenaries to capture like uh, one raptor or, or, yeah. or the right? eleven species yeah. Yeah. that they were trying to get and off the island in, in, in Fallen Kingdom. So just point and in out, the Lost World, by the way, as well. Yeah, like, capturing all those dinosaurs that wasn't easy. No, exactly. Yeah. There's a whole movie about how hard it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I mean, another you know, and this is another 
point in the movie that doesn't really make sense. So Lockwood, what, has enough money to sign, I guess, an, an, another indefinite lease on a whole island to house dinosaurs as a sanctuary, yet they're going to auction $100 million worth of dinosaurs? This, to- this, Chris, actually really annoys me. I will tell you right now, the fact that, like, it doesn't make sense to me. That auction scene, I like, it just blew out so much of the... The, the 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 enjoyment out for me this guy's i mean we must assume that what he's a he's a billionaire or you know has millions of dollars um yeah, so let, he, yeah oh, sorry, we, go on. we sorry. know that he's he, he okay sure the nublar lease might be a masrani corp thing whatever but they've got that he's literally said we've got this new island so they must have signed a large lease on this new island or purchased it so he must have a fair bit of of money sitting there what what just, difference is a hundred million dollars yeah, i, I can't make? believe how they wrote that scene and I'll, I'll set the scene for people listening like they're bringing the dinosaurs that they've just captured out and they're all in cages and all these people there from i think anything from who are they like their weapons there's dealers like, there's the token russian there's a token armenian yeah. there's the token, token yeah, chinese they're, they're like mobsters arms dealers and anyone from the, the yeah. underworld yeah, so, so less, less than, than favourable people. All, 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 all the scrapped and, Jurassic Park 4 characters, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they go out and they sell these dinosaurs for like $20 million a piece, which to me was honestly absurd. I couldn't believe... Like, and, and so, I mean, I guess you guys would know this more than me, right? But there's never really... There isn't very often a dollar amount associated with the genetic information um, that is held with the DNA, right? I think at the very first scene of Jurassic Park, there is one where um, is it Dodson gives money to the to the fat guy, the the trader. Is that right? Oh, he does. He, he does give he does give money, and yeah, he says not, an amount. I it's think. not much. He does. I think it's, it's like, 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 like ten million now and ten million when you get him off, or something like that. Something like that. I don't. I don't think it's a heap, but it probably was a lot more at that time. This is like nineties money, and they're selling these like amazing dinosaurs off. It's it's like you know what this was like for me. These guys are obviously fucking rich, and they're selling their best dinosaur. And I know it wasn't meant to happen because it all happened at the spur of the moment. But they sold their best dinosaur, prototype dinosaur, for fucking like twenty eight million dollars. And that like the 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 warehouse they were sitting in would have cost more than that. Like I yeah, like and I there are there are yeah in this world. Like, there are footballers who are worth more than these dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and he's talking I'm, about it being really seed money. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, well, for, for what? what? Like, yeah. what can you do with $100 million that you weren't already doing? Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and I just... Oh, and, 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 and the thing about it is, like, you always assume that the genetic information is worth so much, right? Yeah. Like, you assume it's worth so much, especially because it's always been... Uh, referred to as priceless like the the wealth you see associated with them is always so large so like this is the weirdest bit to me like if you have that dinosaur you know it's worth more than just selling it off as a weapon because you're literally the only company on the planet who has it it's like it's like having the first ever machine gun and instead of selling the blueprint for that machine gun selling the machine gun as a machine gun it doesn't make make sense to me you know what i mean like it's just it's something you could make literally 10 million of and make I, I, I don't know. That that really weirded me out. And n- none of it made any logical sense to me. And I'm surprised that people, like, executives would have been watching that and being like, oh, wait, that doesn't sound like very much. Yeah. Like, 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 wait, wait. Shouldn't these dinosaurs be auctioned off for a lot more than, like, a quarter of what we spent on this movie? Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. like the, yeah. the studio is dropping hundreds of millions of dollars on this movie. 
Yeah, they don't yeah, think that, a yeah. living Apatosaurus or a living fucking Ang- Ankylosaurus or whatever is worth more than 15 or million yeah. US. That's an interesting way to put it. It's like, super weird. It's, it's bizarre. Do you think... Um, I, know, I know we've talked a lot about plot holes and, and maybe we, we shouldn't... Maybe we should move on to something else, but like this might be the, the most flawed movie of the series in terms of plot holes. Just, it seems... Oh, I mean, three is hard to go past... I mean, there's a lot of issues with that. Yeah, but at least it's contained. Mm. Like, I mean, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't try and go too big with it. So, so the plot holes, although they might be there, they don't have the ramifications that this Beyond one does. The story, yeah. Oh, like yeah, this has yeah. like canon breaking plot holes in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is. It's. Uh, I also think it's definitely the most. Uh, f- and oh, actually, no. Jurassic Three is very bad, but it is also one of the most thinly spread movies of the franchise, especially philosophically. Like, it doesn't really. Even jump, I, it, I think I feel like it thinks it tries to, but I don't think it really uh, spends enough time giving giving a bit of depth to some of the philosophical issues associated with the movie. Even Jurassic World, like I think Jurassic World, one of the things I liked most about the Indominus Rex was that it came with like a laundry list of philosophical problems, and they I reckon they do a pretty good job of fleshing that out. Like Owen talks about how you know it's it's not socialized properly it's the only species of its kind we don't know what might happen um and it proves that that is a real issue with everything it does it has hidden abilities that not only add to the like not only steal the scene because you don't know that they're there and that they turn the scene on its head but it also adds to the dilemma of now we we, you get inklings of what this creature was really made for which again proposes a new dilemma and um Indoraptor had none of that. I think there were a few throwaway lines about the clone daughter, but it wasn't really fleshed out for me. Yeah. To me, it, se- it seems like a, um, a B movie with a, a blockbuster budget. Um, and, and it comes with all the problems that B movies have. It comes with plot holes and it comes with you know, scenes that you might have to stretch your imagination a bit to mm. believe. And, which I think is fine. It's just, it's, uh, it's, again, this tonal shift of the franchise away from the like brutal realism of Jurassic Park that actually made people think that like that this might be possible mm. um, to to what we get now with you know like uh, the volcanoes exploding mm. and um, creating kooky wacky dinosaurs that s- smile before they yeah. trick people <laughs> you know it's um, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just different. And, yeah. and it's like what we said at the very beginning, it's just a very different Jurassic film to the ones yeah. that we grew up with. I, I definitely feel like we've spent majority of this conversation just Tracking tearing, tearing just this absolutely movie apart. Like it. maybe could I, could I interest anyone in talking about things that we liked about it? I think that would be great. One thing from here on, let, let, let's list them. Let's list them together. Let's not tangent as much, but let's go. Chris, you first. What are some of the things okay, you liked? Things that I liked, and I think th- that Nick will disagree with some of these. I thought I liked the, the B characters way more than I did in previous ones. So, for instance, uh, as much as the, I don't know, I, I liked the paleo veterinarian woman. I, th- I thought she was yep. great. I thought... She was better than a lot of the other B characters. I didn't mind the tech, uh, the, the the tech guy, whatever his name although, was. Although, although that should have been, um, uh, what's his name from Jurassic World? Yeah. Uh, Jake Jake. Oh, 
another the, the yeah, a complete and a, a huge missed opportunity because that would have made complete sense for yeah. Claire to go and find him and bring him to I the island. Like that, that would have been really great. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And I, I didn't even like his character in Jurassic World, but like that would have made more sense. Anyway, but no, I did like them both. It's a positive though. I, see, <laughs> they weren't they weren't in it too much, and when they were, I liked it. I did like his his humor. I thought at first, oh, this is going to get old. But you didn't see too much of it. It wasn't like overpowering. So when you mm. did kind of every now and then see him, and it was like it was funny when he showed up in the lab coat. Yeah, yeah, like I did. I liked that. <laughs> I liked that because there's an implied story yeah. that I want to know how he went from yeah. shipmate uh, yeah. to yeah. fucking woos like right hand man. But it's great they didn't show it. They just, yeah. it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that, Chris. I, I actually agree with you. I, I too, uh, okay, one thing I thought was I hated Franklin, and I, I spent the first half of the movie saying Franklin is ruining this movie for me. None of his jokes got a laugh in my cinema, so I was just sitting there being like. What the like? What's going on, man? This is shit. And um, and and it was just that every part of every bit of his dialogue was a joke, and it ended every scene or every sequence, and it was just it really grated on me. However, I really liked like by the end of the movie, I was really happy with what they'd done with them. It was almost like they spent all this effort introducing these characters and then they kind of got shunted and it just became the Claire and Owen show and I like that I like that like it, they, they did the tough job introducing them let them do a lot of stuff behind the scenes by the end of the movie I was fine with them and now I'm excited to see them come back for another movie and and, and they won't be as overtly characterized in, the, in the future movies uh, that's what I'm kind of they'll probably just create new characters that are basically the same as them but <laughs> yeah. recast, recast yeah. the role and <laughs> yeah. you know. anyway positives yeah. so a, a positive that I think will be controversial yep I liked I liked Maisie I liked the girl um, I, yep, yep. I thought I liked it too and I, and I, I think too. I really disliked um, the two kids in Jurassic World I thought they they grinded on me. I hated their scenes. I thought I hated their dialogue. I just didn't. Whatever. I just compared to the, the kids in, in Jurassic Park who were brilliant. Mm. Um, and really, since the kids in Jurassic Park, there haven't been for me good kids in it. So I thought like she was pretty good. She, I could stomach her. I, I could. I, I don't know. I mean, aside from the the clone kind of like tangent, which kind of uh, I I don't know. I liked her. I liked her character. I didn't mind. Her acting, I didn't mind how it came across. Mm. Um, her first scene was a little bit. I, I like. I liked it too, and I and I really, I do like the clone, the clone twist. I yeah. think it's a cool twist. I hadn't thought of the franchise going yeah. that way. Inter- very, very, really interesting. Her first scene is so weird, though. Mm. Like when she like is trying to scare the. Um, <laughs> The like, what is she like? The yeah, yeah, the nanny or whatever she is. But yeah, like that was super weird. Like literally screaming in this old woman's face. It's like who fucking raised this chick? Like, well, she is a clone. She might have a few genetic, you know, abnormalities. I mean, she's not quite finished yet. Like, she is like a might be a prototype too. Yeah, they could have sold her for twenty million. Yeah. Do you think maybe the next one will just be like them, like? Creating basically like uh, the replicants from Blade Runner <laughs> and selling them off for like uh, maybe slavery. It's a prequel to that's you. a that's a really weird thought, actually. Like, I mean, the, the is there actually going to be much point to like the warrior dinosaur uh, plot line that has been in the last two movies? If you can just make warrior people, then obviously <laughs> yeah. they're going to be less. I mean, they're going to be less. Buggy, a really right? good point. The, the scary. I think the scary thing is, <laughs> is and, and, and the is reality. One that's like mammalian park or something. <laughs> Well, well, I, and this is the thing. I think, I think 
and against all the odds, Jurassic World 3 is probably going to be what Jurassic Park 4 was going to be. Mm. Human-dinosaur hybrids. People laughed at the idea at the time, and as a result of how terrible Jurassic Park 3 was and how terrible the script for Jurassic Park 4 was, a film didn't get made for almost 15 years. And... What have we got left to explore in Jurassic World 3 if it isn't human-dinosaur hybrids? Uh, I mean, that's I, a really good They have to go that way. a terrifying point. <laughs> yeah. What else did you like about um, it? Oh, God, what else did I like? Charlie, uh, what else did you like? Okay, one thing I did write down that I did really like, and there were a few things I liked. We've already talked about the scene with the lone uh, Brachiosaurus um, dying. That was obviously a really good scene. Um, I mean, okay, this is one of the things I really liked and it was just a personal preference. I liked that Claire chose to let the dinosaurs die at the end. I think that was a bold, like, I, I, it happened and I was like, wow, that's like, that's basically the sad ending. That's like a bold, that's a bold decision to do as a, as a studio. And obviously it kind of got thrown on its head by the, by the girl. But I, I even think that the, the girl pressing the button and letting the dinosaurs free, even though it kind of takes away from Claire's decision, both of them are very strong statements of character for both of those characters. And I liked, I liked the decision by both of them to do that and what it, what it represents uh, for Claire as taking responsibility, but also just making the tough call of like, we can't threaten humanity in the way that these dinosaurs will. Um, and and for the for the for the, for the granddaughter, the idea that they have every right to live as much as I do, because if we can let them die, what does that mean for me? I, I liked it. I liked the decision. I, I I didn't expect Claire to choose to let them die. Maisie in that scene was had to have been a metaphor for the the studio executives, right? Like Claire's like, I'm willing to let the franchise die with these dinosaurs. We won't make another one. Maisie's like, no. <laughs> Uh, I want to see a gif of her bashing that red button and just like Jurassic World 3, Jurassic World 3 appearing or something like that. (laughs) That is interesting um, that you, yeah, say that, Charlie. That's an interesting way of looking at the end scene because I didn't really like how Claire... I I found it hard to to stomach that a, a... a dinosaur campaigner, someone who's, I guess, spent the last three years basically campaigning for the lives of these dinosaurs, would essentially condemn... A group of twenty mostly herbivores to yeah. gassing to death. Like I just don't. I just don't see it. I, I don't see that being a decision that she would make. But to consider the alternative. I mean, you, you're literally I, releasing a T. Rex, a, ca- a Carnotaurus. Is that what it's called? Carn- or Allosaurus? I know Carnotaurus. Uh, yeah, yeah, there yeah, are yeah. a few carnivores in there. I mean, you're guaranteeing civilian deaths. I think there's. I think there's two carnivores and like what three pterodons we see flying out of there, and yeah. the rest are herbivores. I think. Condemning them all to death. I mean, they, like, I mean, they've been they've been bought to this fucking this jail. Uh, you know, they're living, breathing. From her point of view, like, they have a right to life, and it's not like I, I don't think she. I think she would have a hard time morally justifying killing them. It might be the right thing to do for uh, you know yeah. to let them die, okay. but I don't think her, like it's not moral. Like I don't think it's ethical to let to let those living creatures die. Oh, Claire doesn't care about ethics. Yeah, no. Oh, no. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but I think I, I think I, I mean maybe she doesn't. Maybe it is a front. Maybe she's atoning for previous wrongs, and really that isn't the person that she is. And yeah, you know, that's and, how and, I saw it as. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I what I find most bizarre about that scene is that the 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 uh, the hacker 
and the paleo veterinarian could have figured out how to open those cages themselves when they couldn't figure out how to vent the gas. Surely someone who's a paleo vet whose moral compass is pointing in the right direction is going to let them free. Like surely she would have made that. Why would yeah. they go and find Claire and Owen who for their, to their knowledge may be dead and then... It is kind of weird. That like, they why, would they, looking, why would they go they went looking and, for then, mommy and, and then daddy go, to oh help yeah, come, come have a look at this. Yeah. They might That's already really be dead. Point. The gas might have, have, have killed them but check it out anyway. Yeah. Come and watch, then they wait, come for, wait, for, yeah, wait for Claire to, to open the open the doors. Yeah, like, I, think, weird. I think I think the paleo vet would have just been like, we've got to get him out of here because mm. that's what she does. So mm. yeah, but like, not definitely not one of my key <laughs> key gripes. Uh, Nick, and, uh, wait, were uh, we yeah, talking about gripes? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, I just had to rebut one of Charlie's <laughs> likes. <laughs> um, Nick, how about you? Anything you liked? Uh, I loved. We haven't talked about the opening scene. Oh. Uh, the opening scene was great. Um, I agree. It was good. It was. It was. It was. It was yeah. It was just a really brilliant. solid. It was very spooky, solid. Good storytelling. Yeah. De- I mean, definitely better than Jurassic Park 3's opening scene. <laughs> um, oh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's one of the better ones. Um, I, I I completely agree. I, I think. I mean, it reminded me a lot of the Jurassic Park opening. Um, you know. The fact that it was set at night. <laughs> the very cool um, shot uh, of the marina oh, doors opening. Um, really so cool. we get that underwater version of the, the main gates of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World opening. Yeah. This is really, really cool. I love that they did, finally did a submarine underwater scene. I've been, dr- like, ever since I was a kid, I literally, like, I used to, like, do, like, little fan fictions as, like, an eight-year-old. And the my fan fiction version of Jurassic Park, which at the time was Jurassic Park Three, uh, Shadows of the uh, was it Shadows, sh- Shadows of the Island, oh, um, check it out. Uh, you know, it had it started with a submarine scene. This is something that I've been mm. like waiting for, um, just I, because yeah. it's another. You know, they've done every way you can get to the island except submarine. Even the just even just the way it opened with the kind of like the coming through the water with the like like bits of like plankton and stuff Mm. and the 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 silent like submarine blips or whatever and Mm. just you know cutting to the you know out of the water shot of the island and it's it's stormy i just oh yeah it just set the scene so well i i loved it i loved the shot of the t-rex just flushed in the lightning where the lightning flashed and you can see the t-rex in the trees like uh, a really, really strong start. Unfortunately, it was spoiled by the trailers, but like, really, really great. Like, yeah, the T Rex hanging onto the helicopter with the, the uh, ladder was oh yeah, very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. And they were about to let him go. They made again. They made the choice. They were like, "We are, we are letting this guy die." Yeah. Or the helicopter goes, and and luckily the the rope snapped and the T Rex lost uh. a hold of the, the helicopter. But that, that that's an intense scene. That's a that's a big oh, yeah. choice. And watching that happen is not. You know, that's, super um, tense. Like, I was that's, on the edge of heavy. my seat during that I, scene. Yeah, great. I mean, even the shot where the um, from above the water, where the where the Mosasaur attacks the sub, and you just see the, su- the sub's lights disappear. Yeah. I just I thought it was really great. Very and, cool. So we're all in agreement. The opening scene was the best. Scene opening the scene, but it was followed by one of the worst things in the movie, which is the logo. Uh, what was that? Yeah, that Why? was weird. Hey, Why? what do you think of that, Charlie? Um, oh, look, I, I I don't I don't recall exactly. So the the, the the 3D the animated um, lava filled it, kind it, of like it yeah so, it's like yeah I mean oh you, you you well yeah so after that scene you know it cuts to black and you've got these 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 this lava pouring through this I don't know these like canyons or whatever and it you know pan, like zooms out and it, it, it's the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom logo 
appearing on the screen huh. in front of us before it cuts into the news footage of the of the uh, of of Nublar. Hmm. I just thought oh, okay. it was really just like jarring. I know Nick and I when we we saw it the first time, we both looked at each other when they showed that, just being like, oh. Because it, it, it's the first time the franchise has done that. Every other Jurassic installment has just had the title appear very simply on screen, with the exception of Jurassic Park 3. But, I mean, that's pretty understated compared to what we got with this. I mean, yeah. you know, it, again, and also this was on a black yeah, background. Yeah, like it, was, it wasn't of, in it took a you shot. Out, it yeah. took you out of, out oh, of the movie, okay. I thought. And after such I a see. great opening scene, it just, yeah, it was really... Yeah. Ugh, I, was yeah, like, oh. I don't know, like, I, I'm going to be honest, guys. I reckon the... Um, I'm going to be honest. I reckon the titles, uh, the intro titles in The Lost World were the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life, like up to this point in my life. <laughs> I thought they sucked. Like, Jesus. The, like, the orange, disgusting font. Um, <laughs> yeah, the single like, ugliest thing? Oh. <laughs> and I've seen some pretty ugly things. I mean, yeah, like... <laughs> No, I just it was it was just awful. I, I I watched that and I go fuck that's aged horribly. I just can't believe that they did that. Nah, it's aged gracefully, like a fine wine, yeah. like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. If Jeff Goldblum's in it. It's all right. Okay. Any other any other things we liked? Um, I'm sure there must be. I mean, yeah. Like, I guess I guess now is a good time to say that we've been critical. We've said a couple things we liked, but I we can all agree it is. Um, I mean, we're not okay. Actually, what I'll do is I will say what I was expecting coming into this movie and what I thought afterwards. I actually thought it was going to be a disaster. I thought the the, the trailers sucked, and I thought that there was not there, there couldn't be. The, when I watched the trailers, I thought, uh, pun intended, there's not a DNA of a good movie in this in this in this trailer from what I've seen, just because it it just seemed so bad. But it's a solid movie. It is a solid movie. We're getting ultra, you know, fandom, uh, ultra nerdy on it, but. It's fairly solid, right, guys? Look, I when I came out of it for the first time, I was I was like I loved it. I was like I was along for the ride. You know, I I enjoyed like I just enjoyed watching it. I thought it was fun. Um, but yeah, like I mean, we are being ultra critical because it is something because the franchise is something that means so much to us. But yeah, really, I, I did think it was a solid film. Like, it's not—it's not a bad action movie. It's a romp. Yeah. It is a super fun ride. Yeah. It's crazy, over the top. There's a lot of action. There's yeah. a lot of explosions. The whole sequence. There's a hell, there are a hell, hell of a lot of dinosaurs in it. Like a yeah. lot of dinosaurs. Uh, you know what? Like I say that in the way that they show a lot of dinosaurs. I, no, I couldn't imagine yeah. the CGI budget for this compared to uh, previous films. Because oh, I mean, they've, they've had, they had more dinosaurs on screen. Almost in every scene than, yeah, than, yeah. than oh, any God, of the yeah. other movies. Yeah. I mean, one of them was kind of. I mean, the the shot of them all trapped together being gassed. I I feel bad, but I chuckled a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, like it was a little. Comical. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just stuck in there. Yeah, it was kind of like the the opposite of the scene where the brachiosaur was dying on the pier. Yeah, like, it was like it was meant to be sad. That's I was really like, sad, that's ridiculous. But, like, it would just look like a clawing to get out of there. I mean, awful. Yeah, <laughs> just awful. yeah, oh, but I mean, yeah, that, um, yeah, that the whole that whole action sequence of the the volcano erupting was um, pretty pretty incredible, pretty ambitious. It's, I yeah. loved this. Oh yeah, quickly! I love the scene where he's breaking them out of the the gyro the gyro disc or whatever it's called. I like the it's one yeah. shot, a single shot inside the disc or the dome, 
um, or sphere, gyrosphere, whatever. Is it, is that yeah, what gyrosphere. gyrosphere. Yeah, no, yeah. it was really claustrophobic. Uh, underwater scenes well are done. tough to watch, yeah. and it was a really good one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have questions about how he just managed to knife the door open, but sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, yeah. yeah. I thought they were going to yeah. come up with a better way of him getting him out of there, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not I mean, a fan the, of the gyrospheres I mean, in general. I'm sure he has a pocket knife on hand, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like He's a fucking adventurer. <laughs> I, yeah. Him having a knife is not the problem. It's how the knife. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what I mean. But, like, I'm sure like i'm i'm just saying like surely a, 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 a military grade pocket knife would have the like the kind of toughness required to break glass yeah i i, I really liked the um you know speaking of uh, fan service i loved the scene that was set uh at, at the at the base of the tree from the first one with the, the overturned car and then and then the shot where oh. owen looks up and there's just I didn't lava, even pick up on that. and there's just lava pouring over the car. It's such a cool shot. Like I didn't realize that was the the same spot as in Jurassic Park. Oh, How did you not notice that? <laughs> I mean, there wasn't more than one of those overturned Ford Explor- Explorers. Surely. I didn't even think that far ahead. I was yeah. just, mm. I was, yeah. Oh, gee, wow. Hey, you, you guys have blown my mind. No, well. <laughs> blocking don't worry um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah no that was very, very cool I'm shot a, I'm, a, I'm a disgrace <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love the, the it, visually it was a very impressive shot of the, the green and the yellow of the car and the jungle and then just this red overtaking it slowly just consuming mm. it I, I it was very very cool yeah um, and that whole scene had a very <laughs> kind of comical uh, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street vibe to it, but it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked yeah, it totally and, uh, Owen uh, uh, sorry Chris and, Pratt and it came it came so early on in the movie that it you know, those are the those are the part those are the, these are the parts of the movie in the very early stages where you're setting the tone, and that happened. And I was like, oh my god! Like, yeah. <laughs> but Chris yeah. like half paralyzed, Chris- escaping lava. I mean, even the fact that it was Ankylosaurus licking his face or whatever that woke him up was kind of comical. Like, yeah, just sort of. Even though, like, he's in grave danger of being crushed to death. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's a great comic actor. Like, it would be a shame if they wasted that. Like, he's he's a very he's he's got great comedic timing and physical comedy. So you know, yeah. they. they it was good that they included that scene, I think. What did you think of the baryonyx scene? Um, it was weird, wasn't it? Mm. I didn't mind it. I liked, I liked it, the opening of it. I loved the shots where the lava was pouring down and you, again, saw like flashes of the, the baryonyx coming towards them. But, yeah, it did... The first time I watched it, it was kind of like, oh, there's stairs there. Like, they've been in this room for the last, I don't know, while... Mm trying to figure out how he's been like pro- trying to hack the doors open mm. And, mm. and there's a there's a ladder leading to an escape hatch there the whole time mm. that they haven't thought to use but I didn't mind yeah. no problem with that I, I, yeah no, I feel bad like for Baryonyx when I locked like, him in yeah. yeah which is then odd because there was a bar- Baryonyx in the auction so he obviously got out unless there's more than one yeah I and mean, there could be more than one but hold on what oh was Oh, they were selling a second Baryonyx in, in, in Yeah, the they didn't ever saying? mention the name, but they and they did. They had like a juvenile Allosaurus, and then the next one that was out was, I, oh, I think, yeah, a okay. Baryonyx. So it just had a snout. It was a bit more snappy. I just don't see how he could have got out of there without... Yeah, you know, like, I mean, I don't see how they could have captured the T-Rex after it was running down that like mountainside with them. And yeah. Then, you know. Oh, something we haven't talked about, which uh, I, I really thought would have been one of the first things we mentioned, was did... I, did any? Did either of you guys have a problem with the existence of the volcano? I, yeah, I did. But I mean, I, 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 I'd, res, I'd resigned to the fact that obviously there's a volcano that's erupting because there's not much you can do about it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought that was stupid, like personally. But you know, when um, 
when you told me, Nick, um, yeah, a year ago or so, oh, like you know, some, something's been leaked. Oh, there's a there's going to be a volcano in it. I was like, you're kidding. Like, why would a company build a theme park on an island that's got a volcano, an active volcano on it? However, like having thought about it, one, I mean, most islands that are kind of just like sticking out of the ocean like that would surely be volcanic in some form, right? That's how those islands form. But also, like, isn't there some reference to the volcano in the book about how they're using the like volcanic heat to power yeah. the island? Like yeah, in yeah, in the book and in. Um and in the the video game, which was canon until Jurassic World came out, um, and also in um, the Lost World, the book, and also I'm pretty sure in in the Lost World, the movie, although it's not mentioned in dialogue, parts of that are set um, parts of the workers' village. Mm. Um, in some behind-the-scenes photos, there are there's uh, some titling or like um, signage that that makes allusions to a. Um, to a, ge- a geothermal um, yeah. power grid, yeah, um, and yeah, so and that's a different island, obviously, yeah. but um, yes, the, and, and I mean, part of the Jurassic Park at the, the end of the book is set in the, these lava tubes where the raptors are nesting, mm. so it's it's established in the canon that it's a it's a volcanic there is volcanic activity yeah. in the area. It's not explicitly stated that there is yeah. a volcano, but and like I mean, it's not that unlikely. I mean, like, I can't imagine that there's that many large islands just up for lease. <laughs> like, I assume yeah. that most large islands out there are volcanic, so they probably didn't have a whole heap of choice. Mm. Um, it's real estate, Chris. Uh, it, it lowers the price of the, the Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but also, I mean, if it's a dormant volcano, they probably like the aesthetic of it. I mean, they had plants there that were poisonous, and they put them there because they looked good. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, I just think that it's not beyond the realm of possibility that John Hammond would go, ha, volcanic, that's prehistoric, let's, I mean, let's it's, go it's, for it. It's kind of perfect. He's laughing in the face of nature yeah. yet again. Yeah, you know like I mean? he's like, it's, well, it's dormant. The, my, I've got the best scientists and engineers in the world and they've told me it's dormant, so yeah. it's dormant. Yeah. You know, I, I, mm. I, after analysing it, and my initial, my initial thoughts was I had a problem with it, and after thinking about it, I've re-aligned my... Opinion. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I'm fine with it. There are so many dormant volcanoes. No one ever expects them to become active yeah, I mean, again. There are, there are populations of human beings that live at the foot of like you know dormant volcanoes. That yeah. You know, I, I don't think it's a stretch. Mm. Um, I think it's just sort of yeah. It is what it is. What do you think, Charlie? I I still think it's stupid. But <laughs> look, it's a, it, I mean, you can explain it away all you want. I but, don't will. <laughs> but. but but look, it's a bold move. We're not coming back from it. It's happened. Like that's enough for me to, to to me to go. Look, I thought it was stupid when I first heard of it. But look, while I was watching the movie, I didn't think of it a single time. I was just like, whatever. The volcano's going off. I've I've made my peace with this. It's fine. I didn't think it was anywhere near as stupid as them auctioning a hundred million dollars worth of dinosaurs off. Yeah, to pay and for activities as that if they're already doing. It wouldn't have cost a hundred million dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. is a hundred million dollars going to buy you? Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I want to make I want to make a quick prediction to you guys. Kind of off the record, I don't think this will fit in well. Okay, but I think they really, uh, I think they really like under underplayed like the weird biological ramifications of it. And I know like the the thing they kind of reference is like, oh, they'll just propagate and like they'll fuck the human race. But like, I don't think. And Jurassic Park did this really well. Like, explore the the 
the biological uh, incompatibilities and like I reckon like in real life if those dinosaurs ran out on that island they would just die straight away they get <laughs> eaten by the car like the, the like if they don't get eaten or just killed um, by like people wanting to kill them there's probably going to be a bounty on their heads yeah. um, or big game hunters like they probably just eat a plant and die the way the, tri- the triceratops did right I guess that's a kink they would have ironed out specifically by that point because it's been like 30 years, but Maybe. I don't know. I reckon they're just going to die. <laughs> I, I love the idea of seeing like humans on the mainland, like your average Joe just trying to hunt raptors. Like we've seen professional hunters do it yeah. who are probably paid millions to do it. But like, I want to see like, <laughs> yeah. you know, peop- just people in their backyards trying yeah. to b- bring down yeah. like brachiosaurs well, and stuff like, yeah or like, like please dispose of your rubbish there are bears like yeah we sort of talked about it, like uh, uh, an interesting thing which they won't explore but which would be really interesting is the dinosaur meat industry that's what i want to yeah, i want to like, get into that oh, like wouldn't that I wanna, be I wanna, oh, wow that's a really good idea because there would be a market for it absolutely yeah, definitely would be oh hell yeah what about you what about you chris is there anything you think would be funny to explore if dinosaurs became a mainstream part of human life oh yeah i mean it's hard to I, I don't really have anything to add but I mean yeah like I, I, I think it's just it's just going to be interesting I'm really intrigued where they're going to take it and worried about it yeah um, but I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I don't know I mean I'd love to see exotic dinosaur based pathogens like threatening mammals um, so like like mad cow disease but mad dino disease or something like that like a real problem, like a real like civilization ending pathogen. Well, I feel like the civilization ending thing is is not. I mean, you've got you know two species suddenly you know separated by millions of years suddenly thrown back into the mix together. Who knows what could happen? I mm. I don't see why it couldn't be. You know they fuck the ecosystem that badly that you know lots of animals that I don't know that have other implications on on our ecosystem i don't know whether it's like i i can't think of an example of it but like i think it could have really drastic implications implications for the human race so i don't know it could well a lot of people seem to be saying that the series like seems to be headed in a planet of the apes direction like where we're gonna get like dawn uh, like like war for the planet of the Apes, dawn dawn of the planet of the apes where like dinosaurs are like taken over humans as the um well the dominant species the dominant species planet. yeah oh. which i don't see happening i think that's yeah take no, I, I think maybe when, maybe jurassic world when, six will when look, alan will grant was, was was talking about that he also was talking about cavemen yeah. being overtaken by velociraptors i mean we've got too much technology to allow that to happen but, yeah yeah i but, think that underestimates how exceptional we are as a human race to uh, of, of eliminating animal species by yeah, accident, yeah. yeah. but i i think also that you know um underestimates the amount that the human race relies on the ecosystem to support us and to sustain us. I mm. think that, you know, it could be, you know, we've got, we're already destroying the planet with pollution. What about, you know, dinosaur pollution, like excess mm. dinosaurs? You know, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't see it. I, I don't know how they would do it, but like, There's p- the potential for them to be an invasive species and it's explored a bit in the books. Mm. Um, I mean, who knows certainly. how quickly Compies breed, you know? You'd be like, raptors. I, I'm way more interested in, in how, like, the the raptors and stuff, like, um, 
interact with like communities that aren't just middle America like I don't I couldn't really yeah. I've, we've seen dinosaurs interacting <laughs> with like in the big city and stuff like yeah. it was fun but like yeah. I'm more interested in the stuff in the book like raptors in the in the Cost, Costa Rican jungle like yeah. taking babies in the middle of the night like what? stuff like that yeah I mean I know cool. those dinosaurs are the ones that are the biggest risk because you've, obviously the big dinosaurs are basically like the T-Rex and the Spinos mm. and whatever they're just targets out. Yeah. yeah but like swarms of compies yeah. are very difficult to take out, yeah. you know, and velociraptors are a little a step up from that. But one thing I, I did want to just bring up quickly, um, there is a post credit scene, um, which is a real nothing scene, but it's uh, like three pterodons flying into Las Vegas and, and kind of like landing at the top of the... Um, the fake Eiffel Tower. The fake Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas. Um What's it called? Which What's which which did nothing for me. The Parisian or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, irrelevant. Mm. Um, <laughs> I would have loved it if instead of that, it was just over a standard like a, a standard American like middle American town, and they're landing on the top of a water tower, and the camera tilts down, and it says Enid, Oklahoma, on the tower, as a hilarious <laughs> reference to the end of Jurassic. <laughs> Park three, where <laughs> where the where the uh, where the wife says sees the pterodons flying away and says damn them to nest in Enid, Enid Oklahoma. That would have been great. I would have just I would have been like you know what, like obviously this movie doesn't deserve referencing, but we're gonna chuck it at the end anyway uh, because whatever. Bring that, back hashtag bring back the Kirby's. I mean, uh, I just want to know. Bring how, back Spino. Yeah, Kirby Payton tile plus. I wonder how it's going. Charlie, and, the Spino's yeah. dead. Get over it. No, he's not. He's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> Look, he's waiting. He's, I, he's, he's lying in wait. I wonder if there is any Spino genetic material. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we're ready for um, apocalyptic Jurassic World yet. I, I, I think that that's it's a that's worst case scenario for the third one. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I, think it, right. I mean, I think if the series is signed on for more movies after the third one, which it probably will be, mm. cuz they'll do anything that's profitable. Like mm. I mean, yeah, I think it I think it could go in that direction because it is basically you know, things have to keep getting worse, like you said, like the the big bad dino has to keep getting worse, so the ramifications of what they're doing have to keep getting worse. So eventually that's just fulfilling Ian Malcolm's kind of chaos theory. I think mm. I think after the third one, I, I, I'd much rather see a TV series than uh, or, or like a movies. yeah, like a TV series that's a prequel kind of thing, or like something you know. There's there's plenty of you know the building of Jurassic World. I think that would be the the, um, the thing the thing to do. Um, a prequel to Jurassic Park would be too hard. There's too many dead yeah. dead actors, but or even something that gives more kind of exploration of the Lockwood Hammond backstory. I'd be interested in. I mean, just. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I, I think the way to do it, and, and we're completely off topic here. Um, sorry, Charlie, but um, I'm assuming none of this will make it in. But um, <laughs> it is interesting. Like, I think I think the way to do it would be a TV series about the building of Jurassic World that has frequent flashbacks to the building of Jurassic Park. Yeah, I think that would work really yeah, well. Yeah, maybe like three parallel, three um, timelines that are completely different, and you can just do a Westworld type. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I'd love it. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. So, Nick and Chris, on a scale of bad to good, 
with our after credibles rating system. That is the lowest rating being non-credible, the average rating being moderately credible, and the highest rating being incredible. What would you rate Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Chris? Look, fourth greatest movie ever made. I'm going to say it's incredible. Beautiful. And Nick? Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's it's. I, I hope it's going to be a grower. Uh, f- at the moment, it's moderately credible for me. I'm hoping one day I can count it amongst my incredible collection. But um, for now, I'm still... Uh, I'm still wary. Well, it's about time we wrapped this up. Thank you for listening to the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom Review by the After Credibles, your least credible movie podcast. Thanks to our presenters, Nick Allen and Chris Bevan. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having us. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a dream to come <laughs> here and chat, sit with, you know, two fine people like yourselves and just talk about Jurassic Park for hours on end. It's, yeah. it's my dream. Usually I'm just talking to myself about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> If you like the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, or send us some feedback. We are on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, and all your other podcast platforms. Please rate and review us, and remember to tune in next week for more movie discussion about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I'm Charlie Rogers, and thank you for listening to The After Credibles. God bless you.